0: So, practicing like this together, certainly over time, also, I think, um, see if you recognize this in yourself, but uh, it seems to me like it allows for um, attunement, you know, to actually notice what was unnoticed, bypassed, maybe, or disregarded, not considered. And so we sit here in silence, and suddenly the tiredness that was there. Uh, unacknowledged can be acknowledged, or, the, or it could be the the ease of mind. Maybe we hadn't noticed that we were n- not st- struggling in the last few hours, <laughs> you know, non struggle. It can, you know, it's kind of transparent, non struggle. It's not like it doesn't jump at you, you know. It's like you have to have a little bit of a refined attention to actually notice oh, there's actually, this mind is not making a problem <laughs> of things right now. <laughs> So you know suddenly this is what's recognized. It could be, you know, anything that is recognized. You know what is there. Oh, this is how it is here. So attunement, kind of a, you know, kind of an honesty uh, about what's happening. The state of uh, the s- state of affairs. The, s- the state of uh, the state of the union. How are things here at this moment? So tuning, maybe stabilizing, the capacity to feel things just as they are. And they could be intense, sometimes that's what happens for sure. If we're a human being. You know. It'll be uh, either intense in the body or in the heart, psyche, mind, whatever we want to call this, soul. You know, there will be charge. It's, uh, sometimes in both, you know, of course, body and mind. And so we'll notice this, oh, very charged, very intense, or confused, or light, or quiet. Could be subtle, could be neutral. And uh, noticing this. you know, so now I'm talking about uh, inside, you know, noticing the, you know, the body and the heart, and by practicing like this, maybe daily, weekly, with a group, to get the ins- inspiration, the support, and in other ways, you know, uh, it might become something that we m- remember. <laughs> more easily, a mode of being that we might remember because having practiced it this morning (laughs) as we woke up, you know, or this week when we went to class, if that's what we did. Remembering it, oh, there's a way to actually attend to what's here instead of attending to what's next, you know. Like, just attending to what's here now. giving value to what is here now. And so doing this, uh, learning to do this with the qualities of the heart, mind, or attitude, you could, could say, or what's happening in the body, then we also learn to do it uh, in a larger way with the other. Oh, what I wonder, you know, how is the other one? I haven't checked in 20 years. Although we sleep in the same bed? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to <laughs> check how they are, really, today, you know. <laughs> I made my ideas a few, a few decades ago <laughs> about the other. <laughs> and to check, you know, and to become more sensitive to uh, what's happening to the other and others. And suddenly, oh, us, us, you know, us. Three, for us in the neighborhood, what's happening to us in the city, in the country, what's happening between us, you know, not just in us, but between us. So bringing that sensitivity, that uh, capacity to attune, to recognize, to, to acknowledge what was, uh, you know, made invisible, that given value I think it's an extremely sane thing to do for you know anybody who happens to be a citizen of something (coughs) which we all are it seems like a responsible thing to do to attune oneself to what's happening locally locally so I'm happy with doing this. I think the more we become sensitive to the immediate experience as we hear, the more we attune, the more we uh, cultivate a certain kind of uh, calm receptivity, calm, curious receptivity, the more we uh, become aware of the fragility of the fragility. Of these systems right? I mean for me that's what's happening now for years like I'm more and more amazed you sit here and God the system is so incredibly sensitive not just this one like a human system a living system is so sensitive like you you sit here and it's sensitive at the same time to gravity definitely feels it but it's sensitive to sound and it's sensitive to temperature and it's sensitive to images that drop by, you know? And to moods that fly by in self and others. And it's sensitive to beauty. And it's sensitive to, you know, in so many ways I won't be able to name all of them. It's a, com- it's a completely sensitive system. And so recognizing that's insight, to recognize, wow, oh, that is such a sensitive system that we are in, not just that I am in. And that's the link here. Wow, we're all experiencing life like this, constantly touched. If you're a human being, maybe a living being, certainly a human being, you're constantly touched. You're never not touched. Do you recognize this? We're always touched by light, by smells, by temperature, by the actions of others, their silence, you know, beneficial or not. So we're touch, touching all the time. I read the quote, can't remember from whom, it just passed by, as they do. You know, we never, t- what was, <laughs> and now I won't remember it. <laughs> Typical. But there was something about, like, we 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 the we're n- it's never so light that we're not that we don't leave marks, you know, in our encounters. <coughs> and so, you know, it m- makes sense suddenly that we would want to be conscious about our, uh, at least our contribution. You know, what's my contribution? It's my contribution to, you know, this whatever the situation is. But what's even my inner contribution, to my own day or my own moment? To actually awake, awaken to this. What am I contributing to in my own mind right now? It's my, my or the mind's contribution. Let's put it in these words. You know? So that's to me. That's mindfulness. To wake up to the quality of mind that is there. And with practice, the possibility of redirecting, reorienting. Oh, is it possible now that I'm aware that I have slowed down and acknowledged what this mind is up to, to appreciate what it's up to, if it's appreciable, (laughs) shittable, or if it's, you know, Going maybe in a difficult direction, you know, in that helpful direction to reorient. Yeah, that's powerful. And sometimes we can't, of course, but with practice we're developing that kind of uh, flexibility of mind, that capacity to say, oh, you know, we're going in the wrong direction here. Do I really want this mind to contribute with its, um, its resentment, active resentment? Does it really? You know, or rushing forward—is that really the contribution to this moment? This in- impatience, or oh. like, is, it, is there something else that could uh, that could be helpful here? And I'm trying something these days, and it seems like it's really in line with the teachings. Anyway, check it out. See. I'm considering what if what if there was only four choices of ways to be with things? Only four. That's limited, you know. When you think of the range of emotions and uh, attitudes, you know, it seems almost endless. Shame, envy, desire, self-righteousness, you know, and the list goes on and on, you know. And I'm considering just four possibilities these days. I'm failing miserably, but still. (laughs) That's worth continuing the exploration. (laughs) So the four would be either when something happens inwardly or outwardly, either uh, I would meet it with um, benevolence, kindness, If not a possibility, you know, it's good to leave a few choices. (laughs) If not a possibility, uh, and because, you know, for some reason it's difficult or confronting or confusing, could it be met with tenderness then? Could it be another possibility with tenderness? You know, so, Pascal. It's not going as you planned. Oh, that's difficult. You know, when things are going astray, is that Mm -hmm. the word? Astray. 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 (laughs) (laughs) You know, bringing in tenderness early, very early on in the process. Or, you know, if the thing that appears is uh, beautiful, meaningful, rich, enjoyable, pleasurable, delicious. uh, You know, an option could be joy, rejoicing. And the last option I'm considering is uh, stability of mind, balance of mind, staying balanced. I'm considering these four as like uh, narrowing my range of response to the world, <laughs> and these happen to be, you know, if you know a little bit the teaching, the four qualities of the heart. So reorienting in this way—that's you know, like a—that's you know, what I like about um, you know Buddhist practice, if we call it like this you know, it's research, it's, it's, um, I was reading a scholar this week, was saying, this is, uh," he was saying, this, this is, uh, high, radically empirical, like, yeah, right, it is, (laughs) (laughs) I like the term, radically empirical, it means felt, you know, and, uh, you know, it means that the research is happening in action, that's what I understand from it, you know, it's, so, so, so that's kind of a field of research that I'm interested in what if I was redirecting towards only one of these four possibilities you know possibility to react hold, meet, be in relationship with or cultivate so yeah, so tenderness It'd be tenderness here. Oh, you know, this person is doing something harmful. you know, I could hate. That's definitely an option. The door is wide open. You know, what can I do? Stability, okay, stability, okay, this is happening, recognition, this is happening. How can I not give away my stability? You know. And become really tender. Oh my god, human beings, we do this to each other. Oh shit. (laughs) again you know so not denial not uh, like real there's real honesty in there I, you know I want to see clearly just to see what would the mind produce you know as you know actions to take what creative weight would engage with situations if there was only these four basic uh, starting points as a relationship to what's happening. Whatever it is, you know, this is aging, uh, injustice. It becomes really practical, you know, like uh, getting the news on my phone. You know, so I open the the one uh, app of news that I have, you know. And, okay, I have only three, four options here. In my the way that I'm going to read the news, that's interesting as a research, because huh? I could get opinionated, I could get, but no, I have tenderness, <laughs> kindness, joy, or stability. Yeah. What do you do if you feel very angry? Tenderness. <laughs> You see, I'm getting well-trained. <laughs> I'm the, you know, oh, you said angry or sad? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, Pascal, angry. Oh, big, big reaction. That's hard. That's really hard in the system, in the heart, in the mm. chest, you know, in, in the mind, and the psyche, anger. You know, acknowledging, not, not like bypassing. It's not, I'm not suggesting bypassing. Like, oh, no, let's be kind. <laughs> <You know? laughs> not this, like really real. Like, so that would be like a basic thing, like being really real. And you know, always kind of going with the, um, how the, the onion, you know, the layers of the onion, whatever. You know, so big reaction, big reaction, tender. <gasps> big reaction, my love, that's hard. You're really triggered right now. Very triggered, you know. So very tender, stability could be a good, a good thing, you know. S- stability. And uh, I'm getting edgy here in practice, but maybe even the possibility of joy in there. Like, oh, that is a good opportunity for practice. Whoa, that's fiery. That is extreme sport, to actually find balance (laughs) with this. And in practice, it talks about this, huh? The discernment's particular kind of wisdom. Recognizing things, uh, events, as opportunities for practice. Because we could easily hate situations that makes us angry and, you know, hate them. But to say, hey, you know, it's going to be endless, you know. So how can I learn, you know, the Buddha is talking about unconditional freedom, that there is things going my way or not, you know, so... So, to me, there, when the situation, you know, inner situation is possible, there'll be this. The mind will say, hey, Pascal, that is a good challenge for you. How could you remain uh, respectful, caring, now that you just didn't get what you wanted, you know? Mm -hmm. How can you actually stay considerate, you know, when you would actually shut down? and go, I don't know, into revenge or, you know, cold shoulder, or whatever kind of cruel treatment, you know, Mm -hmm. that uh, you would, you know, refer to or revert to, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, and then sadness, yeah, tenderness, you know, this heart is a touch Mm -hmm. right now, or despair, you know. Despair is not easy to feel for human beings. The lack of hope, no hope, you know? That is really hard to feel. So, you know how this, uh, this way of presenting it really works for me, it helps me understand what uh, we're doing in the practice, So, see if it works for you. But with um, afflictive emotions, like, uh, uh, did you say rage or anger and sadness, and despair, shame, confusion, fear—we uh, tend to either totally follow it, be duped by, fooled by, be born in that world, in that world view, you know, see the world through this. Of course, it's very natural we would. Or we hate the state. We're aware of the state, and we activi- actively kind of fight with it. Don't, I don't want despair. You know, I don't want confusion, I want clarity. So these are the two extremes, ways of being with. So the middle path here is being aware of, and these four suggestions I'm making. Could we practice? It's really a practice. It's not like, you know, coming out of will. Okay, now I have only these four responses. That's gonna be helpful for me and others it's a practice so how could I be in the middle path it's more like uh, somebody I was talking to today was saying like it's an edge like it's a what what's when you're on you know at the crest crest, cross of a mountain you know like on the crisp crest 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 Crest. yes I knew there was something like this (laughs) and you know like it's very fine you know not that I hang there a lot (laughs) but I've seen others do it (laughs) and so you know like it's it's a very fine line so how can I stay in balance that stability uh, in being washed through or visited by a wave of anger despair uh, sadness how can I could I stay awake sensitive aware and in equilibrium that's a lot of practice, but one can learn to do this. Okay, that's what you're doing. You're going to wash through despair. Do it. Do, do what you do, but I'll stay aware that something is coming through. You know, confusion, complete confusion. You know, kind of having clarity about this. Oh, there is complete ambiguity. I actually do not know what to do and this is how it is right now. It's very extreme practice. Can it be okay? Can it be okay that, you know, this arises that's in here and similarly in us? So that's what's arising with, between us. What are we gonna do with this? I think that with the help of uh, developing, working on stability, kindness, all these qualities, it seems like creativity, more energy, is available. But what I'm describing here, it's easy to put it in words. Huh? It's, uh, so it's very delicate to use words to talk about all this, because when we're in the midst of the storm, or, you know, it's not the view is, is lost. Huh? That's the function of these mind states: is to, you know, they remove the the view, the wise view. I think um, something that I've uh, seen, like the, the little wisdom that I have gained, I think uh, uh, comes a lot from, uh, from a, a recognition of the universal nature of the experience of being a human, the universal nature of sensitivity. And in that, we're all the same. So I'm not here erasing, um, you know, oppression and privilege and visibility and invisibility and access to resource or lack of access to resource. There's a lot of differences uh, for the be- human beings on Earth around this. You know, it's not that equal at all. You know, but the more we recognize, so not bypassing this, is very important. Otherwise, we're all one. It's all equal. That this is, this would be you know, deluded. Do you see what I mean? Recognizing we're not treated all the same at all. In this society, we can even just take Montreal, and that's good enough. We don't even have to go further if we want. Um, And with that, recognizing the experience intimately, that's why we go first person, because we have access to it. Recognizing here by sitting the extreme sensitivity of human beings. I think that's where the wisdom is born, the wisdom of uh, the desire to take care of, to not hurt, to heal, to support, you know, as a value rather than get what I want, you know, as another kind of value that might be uh, conditioned in this uh, dominant uh, culture Anyway, to me, that's probably the thing I'm most grateful for, for the practice, the, the recognition. And this is very first noble truth. Huh? So what <coughs> does this person say when they come out of their retreat where they gain so much wisdom that 2,600 years later, we're still talking about this person, the Buddha? What is the first thing they say when they come out of their research deep research and findings what is the first thing they say they say hey it's not easy being a human being we're often separated from what we want we are often caught with what we don't want internally externally being born is not easy being born is not easy Aging at any age, aging is not easy. You know, to understand this new age we're in at every time, you know. You know, what it means, what are the deals, the conventions around that age group we're (laughs) in. You know, now you're that age, so now this is how you behave, you know. And now you're that age, and that's the value you're given in society. And now you're that age, and this is, you know. Aging is not easy. Being sick, disease, our disease, the disease of others that we love is not easy. Death, our death, is not easy. The death of those we love may be even harder. And the potential, the, 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 the kind of awareness we have that we could lose the things that are dear to us, any of it, at any time, not knowing when you know things are going to break up or disappear health memory relationships you know status resources and so this deep deep recognition in the in in a vipassana way in a felt way in an intuitive way in a, in a close encounter, very, very repeated, regular, close, intimate encounter, um, high-quality encounter, I would say, not with a reactive mind, with a mind that is stable and and attentive and is able to really consider what's going on, being deeply touched in this way, uh, probably, I would say, regularly, many times, opens the heart. This is where the wisdom comes from, the desire to, to care, not hurt, not harm self and others, the, the equanimity, the stability of mind, knowing, accepting in a deep way that things are unstable. It takes a very stable mind to recognize this and accept it. You know, accept that things will escape us. You know? it'll, it'll, you know, like salt or sand in our hands, you know. But we don't have a control over what's uh, coming exactly. To accept this deeply, you know, in the Burmese chant it says, to accept this deeply brings the deepest peace. So intriguing that this would be the way. What would bring you the greatest Peace for people to do what they, I think they should do (laughs) and say what I think they should say. At the time I think they should say it, this would bring me the greatest (laughs) peace. But no, understanding the nature of this reality is what will release the heart from its uh, chains and uh, fetters, is that the way it's called? Yeah <laughs> That's a big order, huh? Mm-hmm. It's for a courageous hearts, and it's a practice. It's, a, it's something we build. And there's a beautiful expression of it. I, I think I probably mentioned it uh, here because I read it a few months ago. Um, you know, I, I had heard of it, and I had never read it. And I went to look for this discourse of the Buddha, or this you know, the, this event that was di- documented, where uh, you know the Buddha is uh, in his late 70s, maybe in his uh, maybe 80 years old or so, and uh, he, he lo- loses, uh, dies his two best friends two weeks apart. Each other, they die. And he's been with them for 45 years, you know, it seems like almost every day. And they're very wise and caring. Really deep, deep, deep friendships, as you know, sometimes we have the chance to experience in a lifetime. And so they die, and maybe like a, an early evening like this, the Sangha is together, and somebody asks the Buddha how he's doing. And uh, he says, uh, he says, there's uh, two things that are remarkable. It's remarkable that they lived. It's absolutely remarkable that they lived. So to me, it sounds like uh, an expression of love. You know, like I got to meet these two and spend quality times and develop. Relationship over a long time, and and this is most precious. So it's remarkable that this happened. And I feel an emptiness that I have never felt before. This is somebody who's awake. So he's not floating above things. He's really in in the world, the world of relationships and of uh, a vibrant heart that is touched by encounter and separation, beauty and uh, loss, loss. And he says, uh, so remarkable is that they they existed, they lived. I feel an emptiness I've never felt before. When I was in community, I've never felt that emptiness before. I feel it now. And the other thing that is remarkable, the second thing that is remarkable, is that I'm okay. So I put it in my words here, but that's that's what I read when I read it. I'm okay meaning I deeply understand that this will happen, that what arises will pass. And having a deep understanding of this, I'm deeply at peace with this, and I feel an emptiness I have never felt before. And so the stability, the capacity to be with emptiness, with a you know a void or you know a, a, an absence, a deeply felt absence, you know, the stability, the tenderness as a response, you know, the tenderness, and maybe the joy. It's remarkable that they existed. Joy. It's, it seems like. He chose also some of these four options and how to be with um, that, which was very meaningful for him. And so for us, what does it mean? How can we hold what we are given in either this lifetime or this decade or this time? What, 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 What are we carrying and how? are we carrying it it becomes a very very uh, rich question how am I, how could i carry this you know in a way that uh, you know would make it possible You know, dukkha, dukkha This uh, reality of you know the difficult, what we lose, what doesn't work out. This reality of this. How how do we hold our share of this, our the manifestation for ourselves of this in our own life, and how do we take care of it? also as a community, you know, as a together. This is our big, big question. Anything you would like to nuance or correct or question or add or share? What are the four things? Tenderness, stability, and <laughs> Friendliness, or benevolence, kindness, so that's one. And the other one is joy. Yeah. And actually, the maybe we could uh, finish with this. Uh, you know, the joy aspect is extremely important, huh? to balance the heart. You know the capacity to be with what is hard, to recognize it, to not bypass it, to make space for it, to know how to tenderly or you know, uh, courageously hold it. But you could say half of the practice, I think it would be right to say half of the practice is the capacity to see what is beautiful in self, in other, in situations, you know, to refresh the mind, to nourish the mind, and so being stuck just on one side would be depleting; would be really hard. And being stuck just on the other side of everything beautiful would be very deluded, and uh, and not very helpful. You know? And so that's the dance here of the practice of the of the balanced heart is able to, you know. Rejoice in what is beautiful, and uh, you know, recognize, hold what is difficult. Also, that's uh, Kuan Yin. Sometimes we talk about Kuan Yin can be a he or a she or a non gender. Kuan Yin can uh, you know hear all the, this, the all the all the you know this, the the cries and the expressions of joys. They have uh, an amazing hearing, the hearing of wisdom, and they can hear the shouts of joys in the world and the cries. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the way often uh, Kwan Yin is depicted sitting, maybe you've seen, it's very beautiful. They sit uh, often, not always. Sometimes they're standing, of course, they need to. <laughs> but uh, often they're sitting like this, and it says, like this kind of half represents, uh, like in meditation, the receptivity, the being able to receive, to, you know, the calm, uh, acknowledgement. And this half ear is ready for action, mm-hmm. you know, to mm-hmm. respond. You know? And so, uh, beautiful um, expression of uh, a stable, heart that can hear the joy, hear the sorrows, Mm -hmm. and uh, get engaged, engage with the world, Mm -hmm. contribute. Shall we sit a few minutes together? So not trying to create anything, but just to uh, see if we can meet, allow what is there to be there, to be met either with, uh, you know, balance, or with uh, appreciation, joy, or with tenderness and care. and uh, reflect uh, on our life, if we want, think about our life and how things could be ho- held in our life or met more skillfully or wisely, caringly in our lives. But also, and that's what meditation practice is, is to do mm-hmm. it right now, not through thinking, but through just being. So being attentive and careful and caring, even if not much is happening, just sitting here. If we're able to keep our balance, as not much is happening, things may be quiet and neutral, if we're able to stay here, that's a lot of steadiness. And if there more painful or to, to be here just silently with the body, with the heart. Inside oneself there's space or the body is at ease, just staying here, not departing in stories, just staying here appreciating, being intimate with well-being if it's there. Aware of the body sitting here, alive, sensitive, aware of the mind, what it's up to. No judgments, just factual, lost in thoughts, caught. present, noticing is there stability here, balance, can the mind allow what is there to be there, to be known, just as it is right now. Appreciate it or show some kindness, care, or tenderness. Would be a friendly way to be here in the next few moments. May we all truly uh, cultivate uh, deep honesty and the capacity to recognize what's happening and hold it carefully and and in this way take care of ourselves and take care of each other so that everybody feels... uh, Safe seen and I can blossom. Thank you very much for coming and making this uh, happen in this way. Thank you. Wish you a good week. At this time, I think next week, there's a a class. And I'll be here in a couple of weeks, I think. December December 11th. December 11th. Okay. But here at this time every week uh, is the possibility to practice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the center. As you know, uh, you know there's costs involved in uh, holding a space like this and uh, a big risk in offering it freely like this. And so thank you for caring for this and uh, for the teacher. Thank you.